Welcome to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, your source for everything you need to go from unfocused wantrepreneur to action-taking, money-making entrepreneur. Now, your host, Brian Lofermento. Hey there, and happy Wednesday. As always, when it's Wednesday, it means that it is Strategy Wednesday here on the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. So I am excited today to bring you an episode that I don't think I've actually talked about this strategy anywhere publicly when it comes to growing or building a business. And also, I don't think many people talk about it publicly on any podcasts or necessarily on many places on the internet. But this is a really effective strategy, especially for new entrepreneurs, or I like to call them newpreneurs, because by this point, you know, I like to stick different words on the front of preneurs. So newpreneurs are new entrepreneurs. Soccerpreneurs are soccer entrepreneurs, so they start soccer-based businesses. So I love sticking men, many random words on preneurs. So if you want to get into that habit, let's make it catch on together. But this is episode 37 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, and this episode is all about a concept and a strategy called white labeling. So you're probably wondering, what the heck is white labeling? And I want to tell you here on today's episode, white labeling is not a new strategy, but it is a strategy that has worked for a very long time and will continue to work for a very long time. And I used this, I used white labeling for the first time back in 2009. So first I'm going to tell you how I used it in 2009, then we'll talk about what white labeling actually is, and then I'll talk about how you can use this strategy to get started in your business right now. Okay, so back in 2009, it was about a year into my journey of starting PremiershipTalk.com, which is my soccer blog that took off, became one of the most read soccer websites in the world. At our peak, we were doing $1,000 a day in ad revenue. So Prem Talk was a really successful, it was my really successful first business, first real business that I started. So I was 19 years old when I started it. And in 2009, it was about a year in, so we had decent traffic, we were getting tens of thousands of visitors every single month, and I said to myself, you know what would be really cool, is if we had the Prem Talk store, or the Prem Talk shop, I think is what we ended up calling it, and the Prem Talk shop, I basically wanted, I said, well, we've got tens of thousands of soccer fans coming to our website every single month, if only they had a place where they could spend some money and they could buy some soccer jerseys, I am a huge fan fan of soccer jerseys. Actually, if you ask anyone who I went to high school with, this is the most embarrassing fact that I'll admit publicly on this podcast. If you ask anyone that I went to high school with, I never wore jeans, I never wore sweaters, I never wore polos, I never wore button-up shirts. I wore the same thing every single day throughout my entire high school career. Are you ready for what it was? Soccer jerseys. I wore soccer jerseys every single day for my entire high school career, literally every day. I had dressers and closets full of soccer jerseys. In case you don't know this by now, I am a soccer junkie. I'm a huge soccer fan, and that's why I started my first real business was a soccer website because I can't get enough of soccer. So I wanted to share my passion for soccer jerseys, and I said, since there's so many soccer fans coming to my website, why don't I have a store or a shop where they can buy soccer jerseys as well? 
And I started looking into the logistics of it. And right away, I said, you know what, this is crazy. I'm never going to be able to get Adidas and Nike to license their jerseys to me or their t-shirts so that I can sell those. So what I realized... Oh, I should also first tell you, the biggest supplier of soccer jerseys in England is this company called Kitbag. So Kitbag. Kit is what English people call jerseys or uniforms. So, for example, I'm a Manchester United fan. On match days, Manchester United players, they wear their kits. So your kit bag is the bag where you keep all the kits or all the uniforms and all the jerseys. So that's one of the world's largest suppliers of soccer jerseys is Kitbag. So you could go to kitbag.co.uk and buy a Manchester United jersey or a Barcelona jersey or a Real Madrid jersey. And I basically wanted my own little version of Kitbag. So that's when I was first introduced to the concept of white labeling. Now, white labeling is very cool, and it happens way more than you would ever expect. And now that I've told you about white labeling, you're going to start to see this strategy all over the place. So as a 19-year-old or 20-year-old at this point, back in 2009, I approached Kitbag because I saw that they offered white-labeled stores. So white labeling is basically where other companies will... The reason why it's called white labeling is because they'll white out their logo put your logo on top, and they'll label the product or the service or the website as your own. So we leveraged Kitbag's technology, and we leveraged Kitbag, the company, to create a white-labeled PremTalk shop. So basically, if you went to shop.premershiptalk.com, you would see the PremTalk shop, and it would literally be the exact same website as Kitbag, but it would have the Premiership Talk shop logo in the top left instead of the Kitbag logo. But everything else was Kitbags. The product catalog was Kitbags. When you placed an order, it went through Kitbag servers. We never got any of the credit card information. We didn't handle the orders. We didn't handle the processing. We didn't handle the shipping. We didn't handle anything. Literally, the PremTalk shop was just white-labeled. So it was Kitbag's website. It was Kitbag's online store, but with the Premiership Talk logo in the top left, my company's logo. So it was the PremTalk shop. It was our shop, and I received a certain percentage of our sales. So I'll be transparent with you. As the owner of the white-labeled store, I received 30% of sales that we generated. So all of a sudden, we went from not having that revenue stream to having a brand new revenue stream that was amazing for our visitors because our vis visitors were all soccer fans and they wanted soccer jerseys. It was amazing for them that they could just come to Premiership Talk, which they were doing already, and then they could buy jerseys straight from us as well, and they were from a reputable supplier, from Kitbag, which everyone had heard of. So when they ordered, it was a win for them. It was super convenient. They were already on the website, and boom, there was the store. It was great for me because I got 30%, and it was great for Kitbag because they were exposed to tens of thousands and ultimately to millions of new visitors that were in my audience, and I was sharing my audience with them because I had their store white-labeled, and I was receiving 30% of the sales that I generated. So how cool is that? White-labeling is an amazing thing. It's an amazing strategy that most people don't realize is even an option out there. White-labeling is amazing. You basically take someone else's product or service or website, they slap your logo on it, and it becomes yours. You get a percentage of the revenue. So that's how I first use it in 2009. Now, I want to fast forward to today. 
Because you might be sitting there saying, well, Brian, I don't want to start an online store. I mean, what exactly would I white label? You can white label services. Let me tell you about what my business partner and I did back in 2012. So in 2012, we launched NewGen Consultants, which was a web design and search engine optimization agency located just outside of Boston. And when we launched it, we were doing, it was just the two of us, we were doing all of the work ourselves. So when we sold a website, we would then spend the next few weeks building the website. After we built the website, if they bought search engine optimization services from us, then we'd start doing the SEO on their website. And we'd start doing link building for them, and we'd start doing PR for them, we'd start getting them links all across the internet. We would do all that work ourselves. But it got to a point where my business partner and I, we looked at each other one day, and we said, how many of these clients can we handle? I mean, what does peak capacity look like for us? We're only two people, we're going to hit peak capacity pretty soon. We're going to cap out at X thousand dollars per month. And so we realized we needed a more scalable way. We needed a way so that if we got 20 new clients in a month or 50 new clients in a month or 100 new clients in a month, we would still be able to complete the work. And that's when we turned to white labeling. So what we realized was that there are a lot of search engine optimization companies out there that white label their services which means they offer these amazing dashboards and amazing to-do lists and amazing tasks and amazing services that they will slap your logo on it and they'll slap your logo on all the reports and they'll pretend that it's yours and they'll operate as if they were you. So for us, it was a godsend. We could immediately scale our business that much quicker and that much more effectively while getting our clients even better results than just the two of us could even do. So the two of us, we only had so much manpower. We could only juggle so many clients between ourselves. But now that we found this company, so this company was actually based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we found them and they white label search engine optimization services. So basically, we would go through the work of finding new clients and then we would the clients would pay us let's say $2000 a month for our most expensive search engine optimization package we would then white label it out to this company in Pittsburgh who would actually complete the services and this company in Pittsburgh had hundreds of employees and that's what they did they did white labeled SEO services so you might be sitting there thinking well Brian why don't why do they white label? Why don't they just do it themselves? And the answer is is because some companies make the conscious decision of we don't want to go out there and find new business. We don't want to be responsible for finding new customers and clients. We would rather just white label it, put somebody else's logo on all of our reports and all of our dashboards, let them sell it, and then we'll do the actual work. That way they always have a steady stream of work. They're always making money. So when we sold a $2,000 search engine optimization package, typically we'd white label it out to this company in Pittsburgh for $700. So right off the bat, we would give them $1,700, or $700, we would keep $1,300. So my business partner and I, we just profited $1,300 a month out of the $2,000 that we charged. And the company that we white labeled to would make $700 a month. So it was a win-win-win. Our clients ultimately ended up with a win because we delivered them incredible results. I remember people always asked us, how are you two guys, just the two of you, your team is only two people, how do you manage all these clients and how are you getting people these amazing results that they're doubling their business? 
And the answer was, and we always told them, we joked, we said, we've got teams behind the scenes that are doing a lot of the work for us and they're all based here in the US. So that's why you're getting amazing results. And it was true. We were leveraging other companies. We were leveraging white labeling to provide those services. White labeling is so powerful. And think about the win for the white labeling company. They were getting our clients. We were paying them $700 a month for each client that we signed up. They didn't have to go find new clients. They didn't have to worry about any of that. They could just keep their heads down and do the search engine optimization work. White labeling is so powerful. And there is value add in there. So if you're sitting there thinking, well, Brian, what was the value add that your business brought? We brought value add on both sides. So from our client's perspective, the value add we got or we provided to them is we found amazing search engine optimization services that got them real results and grew their business. And we did the setup work. So we went through with them, identified their goals, identified the strategy that would work best for them. And then we white labeled it with a great white label provider that provides those real results. And the value add on the side of the white labeling company is that we were basically getting them new customers and clients. So they loved us, our clients loved us, and we loved the scalable situation that we were using to grow our business. So white labeling is an amazing way to immediately, even if you're a one-person company, even if you're a two-person company, and you're saying, well, how the heck are we going to scale up? White labeling services is a great way to scale up. Now, it doesn't mean that you shirk the responsibility of being an entrepreneur. You still have to find clients. You still have to market to those clients and do all the marketing that goes behind that. You still have to provide customer service. You still ultimately are responsible for the results that you are selling. That's what I want to put out there. And that's why, yes, this probably sounds easy to you today, but it's so important to choose an amazing white labeling partner. You want someone who's going to be ethical, so they're not going to turn around and steal your clients. Because if you think about it, white labeling people, they could just turn around and say to that person, hey, however much you're charging, we would only charge you $800 a month. Pay us directly, we'll do the work for you. So you don't want to run into that situation. You want to find a reputable white labeling company. And you still have to make sure that both sides are happy, that you're getting clients that these white label providers will actually be able to help and get real results for. So white labeling, I can't say enough good things about it because it was the most effective way for my business partner and I to scale our two-man business up to six figures in revenue really quickly. It's because of white labeling. Now, you might be wondering, well, Brian, how the heck can I apply this to my own business? Whatever services that you offer, and maybe you are a social media expert, maybe you really specialize in the strategy that goes behind social media, but maybe you don't necessarily offer monthly content producing services. You can supplement your existing service offers by white labeling other services. You can white label content creation and you can start selling to people. We'll create 10 new blog posts a month on your website. And that, if you white label that, you don't have to do the work yourself. You can find a content creation white labeling firm and they will actually do the work for you. And they'll tell you, here's what we would charge. You then mark that up. You charge whatever your marked up price is to your new customer or client. And then you just keep the difference between the two. And that's profit for you. 
So you can white label everything from PR services. If you wanna start selling press releases or you wanna start selling getting people in the local newspaper or in Huffington Post or in Forbes.com or entrepreneur.com or on radio shows, you can white label PR services. Social media services, it's one of the easiest things to white label. There are white labeling companies specifically for social media services. They'll grow Facebook followings. They'll create Facebook content and Facebook posts and Twitter posts and Instagram posts and Pinterest posts. Even if you're a one man or one woman social media agency, you can use white labeling to have a full set of service offerings. White labeling is cool in that. Web design, another super easy thing to white label. There are so many white labeled web design agencies out there. So maybe you are a search engine optimizer and people keep asking you, oh, hey, can we buy a website from you? And you always say no, because you don't have the bandwidth. You can subcontract that and white label it out to a web design company. And then boom, now you can offer web design as part of the services that you sell. Because you know that you're not actually gonna do the work, you're just going to white label it from someone else. Search engine optimization, I've already talked about that. That's a really great way to white label a service is through search engine optimization. App development, that's another great area. So if people are always asking you, oh hey, do you build apps and your answer's always no, guess what? If you find a great app development white label firm or agency, you can then sell app apps, iPhone apps, Android apps, web apps, whatever it is, you can now do app development thanks to white labeling. Content creation is one of the biggest ones. If your business has anything to do with blogging or producing social media content or producing any sort of content online or even in print, writers are a dime a dozen on the internet. You can easily find white label providers that do content creation. So these are just, I mean, this is definitely not an exhaustive list. These are just some ideas of what you can white label. The cool thing about this approach is, even if you're a totally new entrepreneur, let's say you don't even have your first customer or client yet, you can first engage with a white labeling company, figure out what they offer, figure out what their price points look like, figure out what their processes, and you can go get your first client using your white labeling provider. So let's say you are white labeling web design and you wanna create websites for people using white labeling. You can first engage with the web design white labeling company, figure out their prices, figure out their process, and then turn around and try to sell your first website. So let's say you find a white labeling company who will create a website for $1,000. If I was you, I would then turn around as a new entrepreneur and try to sell a website for $2,000 and then white label it when you get that sale. The thing is, I wanna put this in here because as an entrepreneur, your ultimate duty, you have one duty to your clients and that is to get them the results that you promised. Now I would actually argue your real goal is to get them 2x or 3x or 5x or 10x the results that you promised but at a bare minimum you have to be getting people the results that you promised so make sure that the white labeling company that you go with provides a real legitimate results-based service and the way that you'll do that is by engaging with them so don't be afraid these white labeling companies they have sales teams they want to engage with you they want to help you sell 
your services because that's really helping them sell their services. So they are on your side is the cool thing about these white labeling companies. So this was really a strategy that you probably haven't heard about in other places. It's slightly different from outsourcing. Because when you outsource or when you hire freelancers, you have to manage those people on your own. White labeling is different because there are entire businesses that operate as white labeling agencies. They like being in the situation where they don't have to find new customers and clients. You do that. You sell their services. You take whatever cut you decide on. You take the difference and then they provide the services. White labeling is very powerful. I hope that Listening to this, you got some ideas about how you can maybe supplement your existing services or better, I want to say better scale, but I'll put it in non-scaling terms, or be more efficient in growing your business by using white labeling agencies. So all of a sudden, whatever services you offer today, you can now offer even more services thanks to white labeling. It's been a powerful strategy in my entrepreneurial career, and it can be a powerful strategy depending on what your own industry and what your business is. So I hope you learned a lot on today's episode. I will see you, as always, again on Friday. If you don't have a copy, a paperback copy of Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur just yet, head on over to imetbrian.com. Tell me where to ship your free copy of the book. I'll sign it, send it out to you, and you will have it in less than a week. So I'll see you on Friday and get a free copy of the book at imetbrian.com. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.